You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Yes, hello. Welcome to Sports Day. It is a Wednesday night. Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio. Right there, Princess, you got your water? Bossing me around. What amuses me is that as soon as you push the on button to talk, you called me an idiot and then pushed on button and then sound like the butter wouldn't melt I did not call you an idiot, mate. I called you a jerk. (laughs) There's a big difference. Hello, Woogie. Hello, listeners. How is everyone? Yeah, really good, really good. I'm a little bit disappointed about the uh, the boxing bout um, in the first, I think, December 8. It was a December 10, mm. wasn't it, between Paul Gallen and... Um, I'll show you, I'll you. Yeah, it's been cancelled. I can't believe it. Yeah, after... Cancel or postponed? Well, postponed, cancelled. Well, I'll show you, i uh, Josh Alloway, <laughs> he's the first NRL player to contract COVID-19. Don't know whether he's unvaccinated or not. I'm a bit concerned, Woogie. Why? It was the first test for the NRL. Well, it Put is. Put the boxing, yeah. the boxing match aside. This is the first test for the NRL. Has it, but the thing is, though, has he been back at the club anyway? Or has he been doing his boxing training on the side? So maybe it's not affecting. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah. The club. So who knows, mate? It's, um, yeah, it's very interesting times. I'm disappointed because one of the, um, one of the uh, I guess, was it, a pro, was it the co-made event? Um, Josh Reynolds' ex-girlfriend, what's her name? Oh, Del Busso. Yeah, she was fighting. Yep. Uh, fighting up against one of Jeff Fennick's fighters, uh, former model turned professional boxer, McLean? Yep. It was. Yeah. Yep. McLaren. Uh, McLaren, yeah. Um, and from all, re- from all reports, it goes really well as well in, uh, on the on the boxing mitts. Um, yeah, a little bit disappointed that's not going to go ahead anymore. Yeah, no. Yeah. What a bugger, huh? What a bugger. Hey, yeah. um, hey, a few of my mates and I were sitting around today yep. having lunch and with Christmas approaching. We started, for some reason, we got onto the topic of Christmas dislikes. And, what? well, things around Christmas that are... Jeez, it must be exciting lunching out with you. I don't you know why mates. we got started on it, but Christmas dislikes, things that are part of, that are religious when it comes to Christmas every year, whether it's food, whether it's carols. Ham. Now, for me... Christmas dislikes, mm. trifle. Why? Ridiculous. I don't. I don't like. Ah, uh, disgusting. It, actually, you know what? No, one of my dislikes is, and it's a positive, is that I only eat pudding and custard on Christmas Day. Mm. In copious amounts, I bet. Oh my God, I could smash a whole Christmas pudding. carols that aren't sung by by uh, Michael Bublé. Oh come on, Christmas carols, full stop. And yeah, you know, yeah, you, know, you know when you, you and I grab one of those bonbons. Bon. Bonbons, hate them, can't stand Why? them. But oh. that's where you get all your last laugh jokes from. <laughs> so you Good should point. be you should be embracing every those. second prize is a 
is a crown, one of those paper crowns that you put on your head. No, that's in every one of them, mate. Mm. That's the hat you put on with when you're perspiring on Christmas Day and all of a sudden your forehead's Christmas pink. dislikes. You really want to do that this early? Yeah, I do. 0457 736 736. Congrats to Ash Barty and her partner, world number one Ash Barty, has announced her engagement. This was after the show last night, and I know why. Because I'm jealous. <laughs> I wish I was Gary Kissick. I wish I was Ash Barty's fiance mm. because, mate, he does. I, I hope he realizes how bloody good he's got it. She's an outstanding. Why, mate? She's a great chick. Yep. She loves oh, a little bit sexist. Call no, her a chick. Well, anyway. no, she's a great girl, right? Yep. She's a good sense of humour. She's fit. She's got a great personality. She can scull a schooner. She loves a footy. She loves a cricket, and she's loaded. Mm. What is there not to love about Ash Barty? And I'm jealous. I th- oh, see, I think Gary Kissick would be with her even if she wasn't the number one tennis player. Oh, yeah. Are you just saying Gary Kissick's with her because she's the number one no, tennis I player? No, I didn't say that at all. No, okay, I right. would. I, I think she is outstanding, mate. She's loaded. Mm. And she's just oh, she's just a great person. Yep. So he's done well. Well done, Dash. All, all, all jokes aside, well done. But mm. it got me thinking, which sports stars would you like to marry? So we can't have this conversation. Why can't well, we? Because there's two males. Talking about obviously females, mm. we you, you, we should have another female well I, on the panel to be able to give well why you to be open minded well. and just say listen for you it'd be Brent Tate wouldn't it I love Tatey well there you go yeah I Ding. could marry Tatey there you go yeah <laughs> there's one <laughs> so there you go you could marry Tatey um, Anna Kornikova for me Anna Kornikova stunning have, have you seen that doco short game on Netflix no I haven't. Unbelievable. It's about all these little kids who play golf tournaments around America. And yep. Anna Kornikova's little brother mm-hmm. is in it. He's he's outstanding. He's a great little... He's only about 10. Well, hey, he was 10. Talking about docos. Yeah. The release of Tom Brady's doco on ESPN, The Man in the Arena. How good is it? Uh, it's two episodes down. Third episode, yep. episode getting dropped, I think, tonight or tomorrow. Getting what? Dropped? Dropped. What are you? They uh, drop episodes. I know that. Yeah. Uh, outstanding. Even if you're not an NFL fan, do yourself a favour and try and watch this on ESPN, KO, Fox, whatever it may be. Uh, it's a tremendous insight into one of the great minds of sport. Yeah. And where he came from as well. You've got to remember, this is a kid that didn't have uh, an illustrious high school career or went to the University of Michigan, the Wolverines. That's a pretty good start. And then when he was in the draft, wasn't taken until number 199. Six, yep. Other, yep. six other quarterbacks went before him. So it's a tremendous documentary. It is good. And it, it's a good insight into the uh, the Patriots as well and Bill Belichick and, and, and what he's done with that team. And just listening to Brady, not without giving it away, run through the plays they ran and why they did it, amazing. If you mm-hmm. love that fly-on-the-wall type stuff, uh, make sure you, um, uh, you check that out. That man in the arena. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Send us a text message with your, with your name, where you're from, mm. and where you're listening to us as well from your regional training uh, ch- station um, in Sydney. You don't mean like a train SNF. station. You no, mean no. like a radio station. Radio station. Gotcha. And um, and also uh, we have a text message here from Rowdy Eagle Rod. Guys, just to clear it up, Josh Alloy, also known as Oshay Alloy, is double vaxxed. 
and has not had any contact with any players and wasn't due back to training until mid-December. That's from go. the Seagulls thought... Facebook page. Thank you, Rod. Yeah, I thought that might be the case. Thanks, Rod. You're into the draw for two reserve seats at uh, the Big Bash uh, throughout uh, the season. So you can go to any game uh, with the Big Bash season starting, I think, 5th of December, not too far away. Um, on the back of Tim Payne, mm-hmm. you wanted to throw this up as a hot topic tonight. What has been some of Australia's most embarrassing moments in sport? So, obviously, the underarm incident with uh, against the Kiwis, that has to be one of them. I think that would get the overwhelming vote for the most embarrassing moment for Australian sport. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, a controversy. It could be a performance where someone's right. expected to win and unfortunately missed out on a medal or whatever it may be. What's the most embarrassing moment in Australian sport? I'll give you one. Lay yep. down Sally. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't want to bring up, you know, bad memories for her, but that was... that was. Yeah, it's a good one, Joe. The rower, she, she just gave up and yep. just laid down. And I mean, God, she's had to live with that for the rest of her life. What was the last name? Sally... Sally something. I can't remember. I have to Google it during Sally the Robbins. Show. Sally Robbins. Yeah. Uh, what are the most embarrassing moments in sport? You got one, Sats, off the top? Um... I've got to say the Shane Warne diuretics. Where he blamed his mum. Where he blamed his mum. Yeah. How's Warney going, though, at the moment? He's loving this whole Tim Payne thing, isn't he? Just loads up, doesn't he? Loads up. Yeah. Mm. Betsy anyway. Shane Warne having a set go at someone for their behaviour <laughs> off the field. I mean, I love him and love his commentary. Yeah. But, um, yeah, for me, one of the most embarrassing moments would be warning the diuretic. Yeah. Um, got suspended for it, of course. Got to remember that. Sandpaper Gate's an obvious one. What about the Essendon Sharks performance yep. enhancing drugs program? That yep. was really that was embarrassing for both codes. It was also embarrassing from a political point of view as well. Like the darkest day in Australian yeah. sport. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was horrible. Mm. What about um, old mate the cyclist getting busted? Lance Armstrong, mm. but he's not Australian. Oh, does it have to be Australian? <laughs> I left that. Well, bit it doesn't out. have to be. Doesn't have to what be. Let's make it the most embarrassing moments in sport. Is that embarrassing when he was involved in a sport where it was synonymous with mm. performance enhancing drugs? Oh, perhaps. I don't know. Hey, but should we? What it did do is it it made them come down with some really harsh penalties for anyone moving forward. Should so we? Probably the best thing that happened to the sport. Sh- should we mention who's coming up on the show tonight? By the way, yeah, you may as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got uh, one of your good mates, Steve Ranoff. He's uh, on the show, the Pearl. Who could forget that try in the 1992 grand final? Langer away for Renoff. Renoff, we haven't seen much of him today. Here he now goes. Now take a look at him as he crosses the halfway. They won't catch him. He's heading for the corner and he's over. Renoff makes it 22 points to four. Now the reason we're getting the pearl on tonight, um, on, over on the weekend, uh, Lottie Takiri suggested on radio that the Dolphins mm-hmm. be named the Gubby Gubby Dolphins. Yep. Um, which is the, the mob name for that Redcliffe. Traditional Cliff, owners Yeah, area. traditional yep. owners of that area. Um, and Steve Ranoff is a proud Gubby Gubby man. So we're going to have a chat to him tonight and run it past him, see what he thinks. We've got a lot of questions about whether it's possible, whether it's worth taking any further. So we'll have a chat to... Steve Renoff about that. Dwayne Russell's joining us. It's draft day, the start of the uh, the draft in the AFL. We'll see how that's ending up tonight and whether it's anything like the Kevin Costner movie 
<laughs> which is a great movie. Terrific movie. It's better than Waterworld. Mm. 0457 736 736, the worst Kevin Costner movie. You know what? He's got that show out, uh, Yellowstone. Yep. I haven't seen that yet. Have you seen that? <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Is it? Yeah, it's really good. I'm up to episode three, and I don't know what's going on. There's too many characters. He tells a story, Kevin Costner, and we've, we've got a little bit of time. Um, he tells a really good story about a mate of his that was a, it was a pain in the ass when he was in the industry. And he was staying with Kevin Costner. He had nowhere to live, and he was always writing these screenplays, and, and he, it really pissed off everyone in the industry. Pissed off everyone. He My said, language. He said, can you come and stay with me? But in the end, he, he wore his, his stay really thin with Kevin Costner. And Kevin Costner was looking for another movie. He couldn't find anything. Yeah. Um, and this guy said, listen, I'm just going to give you this, this script. Can you read it and tell me what you think? He said, no, I'm not going to read it. Anyway, fast forward a few months, the guy rings him again about something. I said, hey, listen, have you had a read of that screenplay? He goes, no, no, I haven't had a read. I haven't had time. And this guy just kept annoying me, kept annoying me. And no one wanted to talk to him. Everyone kept a wide berth. But I, for some reason, I kept morphing back to this guy. And anyway, he rang him again and he said, have you read it? No. And then a couple of months passed. So after about a year, he finally just picks up this, this screenplay and just starts reading it. And he rings me and said, come on, let's do it. It was Dances with Wolves. Yeah, wow. One of mm. his biggest movies ever. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. 0457 736 736. Uh, who would you marry? I've got a, gee, I've got a um, text here from a G Belcher. He's saying Greg Norman. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Send us through your texts. 0457 736 736. Time for this. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews here on your Wednesday night. I pushed the wrong button before. I was meant to do this, Sats. Sports Day, sports update. But you know what? Variety is the spice of life, they say. Steve Ranoff coming up uh, real soon. Dwayne Russell as well. Uh, he's covering the AFL draft tonight. So, some... If you can understand it, please explain it to me. Well, as I said, it's like draft day. As much, as much as I love the idea of a draft, I don't know in rugby league whether it would work or not. Dwayne Russell uh, will uh, explain all that to us tonight. Text machine, of course, is blowing up 0457 736 736. Don't forget to shoot us a text and tell us where uh, you are listening and how you're listening. And uh, you could score for yourself a couple of reserve seats to the Big Bash for this season coming up as well. We go to a game. Uh, that you want to go and see, 0457 736 736. Do you want some news first? Cause should we do some news? Because there is some big news around um, Tim Payne. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Oh, you know the other thing we haven't talked about? What's that? This old one. <coughs> the Sports Day weathercock. Yeah, well, what's leading at the moment is it's a toss-up at the moment between Nicholas after St. Nicholas in 9th century. I think that's too hard to explain because every time the weathercock comes on, mm. we're going to have to explain what it means. Well, there's Quentin... The weathercock. I love that. Mm. So that's the two leaders at the moment. What about, what do you think of Keith? <laughs> Likes Keith the weathercock as well. Mm. 0457 736 736. Tell us what you'd like to name the weathercock after here on Sports Day. Uh, Mark Wars had a few words to say about George Bailey's comments about possibly excusing himself, excusing himself when it comes to the selection of Tim Payne. 
This is what he had to say. If the panel was not in a grants of, of Tim's position um, going forward, then um, and and it was going to come down to a vote, then I would I would step aside and, and leave that mm-hmm. to to Tony and, and Justin. So that's George Bailey making yep. those comments. Mm-hmm. Mark War, well, I don't think he's pretty happy about that. Look, I've got a, a bit of an issue about this. I mean, George Bailey, he's a great guy, very affable, very well respected. He's played with a lot of these guys not so long ago, so he's got a lot of links to them. But if you're chairman of selectors, it's your job to make the decision. You've got to make the tough calls. Now, I, I find this really weird. Mm. What happens if it's one all? Tony Dottomate and Justin Lang and the other two selectors, what happens if they can't agree? Who makes the decision then if George Bailey's not going to make it? I think down the track this could come back to haunt George as well because there's a lot of players at the back end of their career who George played with. Yeah. You know, David Warner, uh, Aaron Finch, Matthew Wade. So he's going to have to make tough, tough decisions on these players and he's still quite close to them. So I think this has got to be sorted out. Either George stays as chairman and he makes the decisions or he steps down and, and just be... Does, be a selector, not yep. the chairman. Absolutely. I think uh, Mark Wall's hit the nail on the head there last night on the back page. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think it's your job. Absolutely. And, and you should be able to put all your personal stuff to the side and do what's right for, for, well, for you've cricket. You've got to be willing to make the tough calls. Absolutely. Otherwise, step down. Let someone else be the chairman absolutely. of selectors. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's a real weak way out, to be quite honest. Yeah, absolutely. In situation, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, test opener Marcus Harris says players were in shock after being told Tim Payne was stepping down as captain last week when the news of his sexting scandal became public. This is what he had to say. I think what we saw, there's going to be... There's been, num- there's been names um, given to the board to pick who they want for the next captain. So um, that'll run its race. And then, yeah, looking forward to... Painey coming up and seeing him and, you know, putting his arm around him. He's been through a tough situation the last couple of days, but um, he's a resilient bloke and um, I'm backing him in to do well. Were you shocked on Friday? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was shocking. Um, probably didn't. We got not much notice that we, we had a team call, like a Zoom call. So um, it wasn't what we were expecting. I thought I'd done something and got in trouble, which normally is the case, but... <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't. So it was shocking, but yeah, like I said, there's things that think those things happen in life and you know, you've got to get on with it. In the grand scheme of things, hopefully, you know, things work themselves out and Painy can get on with it. When do you think you'll find out who your new captain is? Uh I don't know. I, I assume they'd want to do it obviously a few days before the first test, just so our prep can be um as good as it can be and there's not much um, you know, scrutiny or whatever around who they think it might be. So I reckon it'll be a decision made relatively quickly when they announce it. I'm not sure, but um, I reckon they'll do it pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm surprised by the comments Marcus Harris made. So, oh, they'll probably name someone three days before the test. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but it's not going to be a player that's going to be brought into the squad. It's, it's a player that's obviously playing some form of leadership role uh, who would be identified by the playing group anyway as a, as a player that, other players will will follow mm. uh, a respected player. So when they name it, it'll just be, "Wow, well, that's great." Yeah, that doesn't surprise us. Yeah, but they've got if a lot gonna of be work. Some, if it's going to be something out of the box, totally something left of centre, if it, it won't be Steve Smith, if it's not Pat Cummins, it, it's not going to be David Warner. If it's someone else that no one's thinking about, they probably need to do it earlier for, to get let everyone get over the, I suppose, the shock of who that's going to be internally in the side. But we're expecting there's going to be someone that the team identifies as a leader anyway. So and basically, it'll, it'll just be business as usual. 
Harris also said in that interview too that he uh, he's played well, he's played all of his ten tests under Payne as skipper, so he doesn't know any different. Mm. Uh, but backs him to be in the team as the keeper for for the first test. And mm. I don't know there seems to me to be a lot of support from within the playing group for Tim Payne as well, uh, which is good to see. It's really good to see that the players are, are supporting him. And you know, in case I want to give him a hug, so well, as they would. Yeah, absolutely. Some texts coming through, 0457 736 736. Uh, some coming in. Oh, I can't believe that naming our weathercock is the biggest thing this year on Sports Day. Mm. You got some there? Yeah, there's a couple there um, in relation to naming the uh, the weathercock, and I'm just trying to find that right now. Um, you've obviously sent it bef- before me. Well, there's a 100 of them on the screen in front of you, so mm. it's like uh, it should be called Kev the Cock, as in Kevy07. Okay, yeah, got that one. Yep. Right, that uh, one's done. Another one should be it should be called Bernie after our greatest tennis <laughs> tennis player. That's Johnny Rabbit listening to us on 2GF in Grafton. Um, and you can name the weathercock Tickle Me. Stu from Cronulla. Why? I don't know. Tickle Me. I don't know. Now, we did talk about some of our Christmas dislikes. No, no, your Christmas dislikes. Dislikes. Uh, G'day, boys. It's Danger. Uh, Christmas is the best time of the year. You can drink as much as you like, Sir Danger. Danger. I don't know if that... You can't knight yourself either. Uh, hi, boys. Uh, Christmas dislikes how everything about Christmas comes out in the shops two months earlier. Two? Like Easter hot cross buns. That's Grafton Bronco listening to us on 2GF. Hey, sorry, Grafton Bronco. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with it, but don't diss hot cross buns, mate. They should be around all year round. Yep. No, I and don't take like that them. cross off. I don't like that. Mm. <laughs> I don't. I, I, well, it could just be a bun. The cross is hot. Well, but but why, can't, why can't it just be a bun? Hey, Matt in WA, thank you very much for getting through to us. Uh, hey, guys, listening to 1170 on the app while working on the mine site in far northwestern Australia. Well done, Matty. Great stuff, Matty. Good to hear from you. Yep. Um, and we also got one here from. Um, from one of the listeners, and oh, that's good. Just listening to this, Mickey G from Woodbury, he says, uh, "I don't like trifle either, Sats, and the expectation of getting to everybody in one day. I drive for a living. Give me one day with little driving, please." So you know what I do? What do you do? I don't go anywhere. Everyone comes to me. <laughs> so I just ho- I host breakfast mm-hmm. and also lunch at my house. Yep, and I don't have to go anywhere. And so I, I actually don't even go and see family. Well, that's sad. No, it's not sad. Did you no, want to talk about it? Or no, not? they live okay. mate, They live a half hour away. It's too far well, for me to go. Actually, can I just say on Christmas... Nick from Newcastle, he, yeah. he concurs. He said Christmas dislikes going to the in-laws' place. Yeah. Mm. So everyone just comes to me. And, 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 and we very, host everything. That's, that's real narcissistic behaviour. Why? It's, yeah. it's a tradition that we've had for, for years. Yep. I can't be stuffed. I just I can't. Hey, on the subject of Christmas Day... Yeah. You see, the the Sydney Kings want to have a bas- play a basketball game on Christmas Day. It's a it's a real American Americanized. I love focus. it. Yeah, I, I do too. After I do you've too. had the day with your family and and friends, you can then sit down that night and watch a, a sporting what contest. What about from Woodbury? who's trying to get around, and Nick in Newcastle who's trying to get around to everyone in one day. It doesn't leave you enough time to go to to the basketball. Not my problem. <laughs> so the problem is, can we do it a bit? Can we play it about five thirty? Because I'm asleep by six. Yeah. So I'd like, like, I'm like a, you know, like one of those big pythons that have just, I don't know, swallowed a, a small dog. Yep. They've just got the food in their gut sitting there. Mm. That's me come Christmas Day <laughs> at the end of it. Uh, now, we t- spoke about some of the most embarrassing moments in Australian sport as well. Joel Monaghan incident. 
Nicky Hudson in hockey. I think it was about 2008, 2009. I was a, what happened there? Oh, it was a post or something she put up about the Spanish okay. rowing team. or I think it was one of the other Olympic sides. Um, and there's no bad Kevin Costner movies. Oh, come on. Well, but on the back of that, we've also got... What? <laughs> on the back of that, we have got uh, one here in relation to Kevin Costner movies. Hey, boys, it's Matt the Panther from West Ride listening to you on 2SM 1269 in Sydney. Most embarrassing moment happens when the Wallabies play. Oh, come on. Oh, mate, come, come on. Matt. That's what's... Worst Did Kevin someone Co- say KFC? <laughs> Worst Kevin Costner movie... Is Waterworld? I yeah, it, I agree, oh, it's a it's a shocker. That was a shocker. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> is that... I'm going to make a song out of that. By the way, hey. Um. Also, who? What? What famous sports star would you marry? I. I mean, I'd marry Ash Barty, and good honour for getting engaged last night. I yep. reckon that's heartbreaking that she's off the market. Mm. Um. Some people have said uh, I'd marry Naomi Osaka. Yeah. Uh, this is Adrian, your mate Adrian from Dural. He's also said he'll marry Tom Brady. Uh, in relation to the NFL, less than 15 minutes action from a three-hour game. No, thank you. Uh, the underarm delivery wasn't the most embarrassing. It's the most disgraceful event ever in sport. You know what's so disgraceful? It was a dog act by Greg Chappell. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. You know what? It was disgraceful. What is more disgraceful is that that was actually, the, it was allowed. Yeah. The rule allowed it to happen. Adrian from Dural, I don't know if I'd marry Tom Brady, but each their own, mate. That's uh, that's completely up to now, you. Now, hi, Sats and Woogie. This is from Sporty Gav listening to us in, on 2HD uh, in, in Newcastle. Yep. yep. I wanted to marry Steffi Graf during her tennis career. The other girl I wanted to marry was the Queen of American Olymp- Olympic Sprinting, Alison Felix. Yeah, wow. Mm. Oh, is Sporty Gav married now? I don't know. Does anyone know? I, I don't know. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Let us know if you uh, know if Sporty Gav is married or Sporty Gav. You can text us and let us know. Uh, finally, before we go to a break and we catch up with uh, the Pearl, Steve Radoff, um, are the Melbourne Storm about to be dismantled for the first time since two thousand and ten? Sats. It seems to be looking that way. You've got Jerome Hughes that hasn't agreed to terms. He's uh, got an option in his favour, and he's not willing to take up that option yet for twenty twenty. Four, not 2023. You got Brandon Smith that's on the the Brandon Smith tour around all the clubs to to see where he plays in 2023 or whether he just stays at the Melbourne Storm. Uh, you got Nico Hines that had to leave because he wanted to start and has gone to Cronulla. A great signing as well. But all of a sudden you're seeing some of these players. Yeah, you know, Munster he's still contracted in 2023, and there are whispers that that he may leave Melbourne 2023 and try and link up with the Dolphins. Whether that happens, we don't know. But it's the first time we've ever seen Melbourne and their players talking about possibly going elsewhere. Mm. It has very rarely happened. Is it happening because Craig Bellamy has agreed to another couple of years of coaching, hands-on coaching? Yeah, but the other three years may be involved in in some sort of capacity, whatever that may be. It's Cam Smith, mate. Please. Do you reckon? Well, yeah. he did say on our show that he'd love to go back to Melbourne in some capacity. I reckon not having him around the club makes it feel different. Mm. Just for and Bellamy, you 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 were at a function with Craig Bellamy, and yeah, he was basically the other. He was the on-field coach. Yeah, absolutely. And I reckon I I think Melbourne just don't have that leadership anymore. Yeah, Christian Walsh is probably the one. There's Jesse Bromwich as well, who had his. I suppose had his checkered pass as well in relation to uh, both he and Kevy Proctor back in the the Anzac Day Test. Um, and is it also the case that it happens in normal workplaces when one or two go, everyone then starts to 
wander off as well and go, oh, what else is out there? Well, it's it's if Craig's not going to be the hands-on coach, it's uncharted waters for a lot of players. They've played their best footy under Craig. What happens after Craig? I'm not quite sure. Yeah. So I'm just going to hold out and see what the club is going to do. Uh, and we've never seen that before from the Melbourne Storm. It's but really what point. the Melbourne Storm do really well mm. is they've always got really good contingency plans. Steve Ranoff is our guest, one of our guests tonight here on Sports Day. We're going to throw uh, towards him the Gubby Gubby Dolphins idea, which was brought up on the radio on Saturday morning. See what he thinks about that. Before we go to the break, Tim from Parks has sent us a text. Thanks, Tim. All right, guys, I'm all for naming the Dolphins the Gubby Gubby, as well as re-electing Steve Smith as captain of Australia. Both sensational ideas, but like anything good in this country, the powers that be won't let it happen. Well, let's run the Gubby Gubby Dolphins past the proud Gubby Gubby man himself, Steve Renoff, next. See what he thinks. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the Kia Sportage, the brand new one's been unleashed. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Langer away for Renoff. Renoff, we haven't seen much of him today. Now take a look at him as he crosses the halfway. They won't catch him. He's heading for the corner and he's over. Renoff makes it 22 points to four. Can I say, Jace, yeah. out of all grand final moments and... Our special guest knows this because I, I did a function not before grand final like this year with him. When I think grand finals, I think of the great Steve Renoff try in 92. Is it still, I reckon it's still regarded as one of the best tries. Oh, you never see length of the field tries very rarely in yeah, grand finals. But it's just what a great era it was for the Broncos. The Pearl himself, Steve Renoff joining us now on Sports Day. Just a, a couple of stats of he's, he's achieved quite a bit. Yeah, he, he had yeah, a good career. Yeah, he did all right. <laughs> he did all right. Four premierships with the Broncos. Just four. Uh, named in the Indigenous team of the century. Alongside Arthur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not much at all. Mm. Pearl, how are you, mate? Hey, good, boys. Thanks for that intro. Sats, we, we love a good uh, grand final highlight, you and I. Do you know, Steve Renoff, <laughs> he messages me every grand final week and he says, oh, not again. Everyone wants to talk about grand finals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Sats loves it. Hey, we want to, um, we want to run something past you uh, tonight and get your thoughts on this. This is something that's bubbling away here at Sports Day and was mentioned on one of our shows over the weekend from Lottie to Kiri. I'm just going to play this for you, Pearl. Have a listen to this. On yeah. the subject of being local, do you have an opinion? Are you bothered by it, the fact that they're currently just called the Dolphins? Do they need to have uh, a proper moniker ahead of the Dolphins, do you think? I, I came up with something a while back on Twitter saying they should probably go with the uh, the local Aboriginal name of the the country that they that like they that. uh that they represent um i think it's the gubby gubby people but the gubby gubby dolphins i don't you know it's very divisive, like it. that subject so uh that's what i would have went with now we like this we absolutely love this it's refreshing it, it, it's different steve your thoughts on the gubby gubby dolphins Hey, boys, I, I would love it because I'm Gubby Gubby man so <laughs> um, on my dad's side, so no, it wouldn't bother me. But um, I, I think with, with a name, a uh, traditional name like that, obviously with, with the local traditional owners, um, you know, depending on how sure or how the process would be, it would be great. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think that 
is a decision that could be made overnight, unfortunately. What is the process? And that's a good education, actually, yeah. Pearl. What is the process if they, if they were to take on the, the Gubby Gubby Dolphins name? What would have to happen with, with local elders and, and alike? Yeah, look, that that had to be consulted, obviously asked, and then and then it's just not a fait accompli with that. I mean, with um, some of the traditional owners, and this is right across the country, it's not quite simple. Um, you know, you have different within, um, you know, in, within an organisation. I, mean, I hate to use that word, but um, within the Gubby Gubby group, there'd be uh, different groups as well. So it's it's not just one person um, making a decision like that. And that that's a that is a big one. So when you look at using that, I mean, I think in theory um, it sounds great, um, but the thing is, that it's just very complex. I and even I don't understand it too deeply. But um, it, it's just not a uh, you know going to uh, a leader or and saying, oh, is this going to happen? It, there's a lot of consultation that needs to happen. Steve, would it? Break down stereotypes when it comes to understanding uh, Indigenous Australians and and the history as well. For example, you know, having an identity like the Gubby Gubby Dolphins, does that then force Australians and NRL fans to say, well, what is Gubby Gubby and look more into it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that, that's all about, you know, reconciliation. We talk about reconciliation and, and those are the things that, um, you know, uh, that do help um, you know, non-Indigenous Australians understand because, as you say, Seth, they ask the question, you know, what what does that mean? And then they'll do a bit of research and, and they'll find out. And, um, you know, so around all that stuff, I mean, we do a lot of stuff in that area. I work in that area a bit with a few organisations. And, you know, we, within different corporate areas and and government associ- uh, departments, you know, we, we name rooms after local um you know, landmarks around their country that they're in. So, you know, so it, it's all about that, about identifying, um, you know, and as you said, it actually then um, there's a question asked, which I think is good for reconciliation. Now, you're a proud Mergen boy, and as you said, you're in that uh, Gubby, Gubby, Gubby region, and um, what would it do for young yeah, kids? Yeah, Mer- Mer- Mergen's not in that region. It's, it's pretty... The, the the boundaries of Mergen's more Waka Waka. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, the the strip, if you look on the map, sort of um, just goes inside of the South Burner or takes in a bit of the South Burner um, onto the coast. So, what would it do for the young kids of the, of that region if oh. if it became the Gubby Gubby Dolphins? Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, and the whole the whole um, traditional owners, you know the. Um, themselves, they'd feel a lot of pride in that, to be honest. And um, you know, and the kids, uh, you know, I was up, I was up, up the coast the other day, up at uh, Majimba, doing a bit of work with the Aboriginal Medical Service up there, Willie Tonga and I. And um, look, they'd be very, very proud, you know, because there's a lot of traditional mob, um, obviously, on the coast, and um, you know, they'd, they'd be very proud. Pearl, what about other Indigenous communities? Uh, would they? Is, and, and please, I'm, I'm trying to make this sound right. Would they be offended uh, by having a team named after a, a certain mob, or is that something that a lot of communities would uh, accept? Well, I, I think it, it's solely up to that to that to that group, the the Gubby our Gubby Gubby group. That'd be solely up to them uh, what they choose to. I'm look, and as I said, it, it's not that simple that that happens. And you know, would they want that? I, I couldn't tell you. 
Um, but, you know, the suggestion Lottie made, I mean, you know, it's always there uh, to, to look at. Um, but, you know, really to have to go um, to the traditional owners that are recognised um, within their organisational structure, which they, they do have these days. So um, that really comes back to that to the group of people there. Long process. When you talk about going to the traditional owners and, and, and going through their, you know, their their committee, and is it a long process, Pearl, do you believe, from day one to uh, finally, you know, in, in, in the perfect world, getting, a, getting the name rubber stamped? Yeah, I, I think so, mate, because, um, you know, I don't know. As I said, I'm, and I'm not directly attached. I, I obviously identify as Gubby Gubby because that's my dad was was born uh, up in that area. So, um, so I don't know their structure and how that that works with, with you know with our mob. Um, so, but yeah, it, it couldn't be it wouldn't be something that could be decided overnight. Um, it'd be a lot of consultation. Now you do a lot of work with with Indigenous communities through Deadly Choices, and you, I think you've you've joined up with the Brisbane Broncos as well. You're you're heading out to regional areas, aren't you, to uh, to ensure that the the increase in vaccinations is uh, is crossed off the list? Yeah, definitely. We're we're heading up to um, uh, Deadly Choices. We're sort of heading up to we uh, Gigi Healing, which is the medical centres in uh, Mount Isa. There's a medical centre in Mount Isa, so. We're heading up there Friday, um, you know, taking a few of the Bronco boys up there. Um, they've been very good, the Broncos. Uh, you've probably seen the media. They've, they've been doing a bit of a vaccine push, um, you know, at schools there at Mabel Park the other day. And um, so we've been doing the same as Deadly Choices. So as our one of our, um, you know, partners um, we've had for a long time, we're our first partner, the Broncos, we're, we're joining up with them. Uh, so Talisha Harden, um, mm. our... Our um, Broncos, Queensland and Australian uh, uh, women's player. She's she's coming up, so her and I are heading up with, um, as I said, I think three or four Brisbane Broncos. Oh, that's outstanding, mate. That is really really good. Uh, keep up that good work. Uh, this is a really good conversation to open, open up uh, with the community about the Gubby Gubby Dolphins. We're learning more about it, um, and, yes. uh, and mate, I reckon it's a conversation we should st- keep keep continuing to have don't yeah. you sats oh absolutely i mean when when lottie first brought it up as we just discussed with with steve uh, straight away i went into google and started researching the gubby gubby people and uh, i think it's a great education for all australians and for for australians yet that actually haven't google the the indigenous map and it shows all the it's different incredible. traditional owners around australia and the different regions it is an amazing piece uh, a piece to look at it's it's tremendous well, listen, we've started talking about it, Pearl. Maybe it can happen, maybe it can't, but it's worth the discussion anyway, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think and they're, and they're the discussions, you know, we we need to have. And it would be good for someone like, uh, you know, a new team like Redcliffe coming in to have that conversation with, with the local, uh, you know, the traditional owners. And I think that sort of augurs well uh, for future... Um, uh, you know, reconciliation. So I think it's a great idea. There you go. The man who scored the uh, best try ever in grand finals in 1992, chatting <laughs> to the man who will save to try on the slowest winger in 2003 in the history of grand finals. <laughs> oh, no. It feels I, it, it's a privilege just sitting here listening to you too. Pearl, uh, Steve Radoff, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. No worries, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Interesting idea, great idea from Lottie Takiri. Great to speak to uh, Steve Renoff about that tonight. Let's hope the conversation continues. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia Sportage. Back in a minute.
Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Sports Day News Headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Now, a Jetstar pilot has been identified as the man arrested over the disappearance of Victorian campers Carol Clay and Russell Hill in March last year. This has just been on TV again recently. Uh, Greg Lynn, 55, from Caroline Springs, is being interviewed by police after special operations officers flew to the High Plains area, part of the Victorian Alpsats, uh, in helicopters yesterday and arrested him. And yeah, this some... is a really intriguing case. This It's been on 60 Minutes and a, on a couple of occasions now. Yeah. An update two weeks ago and then another story about six months, might have been three or four months ago. Um, yeah, it's an intriguing case. Uh, yeah. A known bushman and camper it was Russell Hill uh, with his partner, Carol Clay. Uh, and when they when you look at the scene, the, the, the camping scene, it, it goes against everything with his education with in his the bush. his experience, yeah. yeah. Uh, mate, and is there some breaking news coming out of the West Tigers? Yeah, uh, Buzz Rothfield from the Daily Telegraph is reporting that West Tigers have been rocked by one of the club's best players, has asked for an immediate release, and we probably expected this, you know where I'm going with this, mm-hmm. uh, to join the North Queensland Cowboys effective immediately, Luciano Leilua. Wow. And he's in the final year of his contract, 2022, and the West Tigers apparently have shattered their plan to issue a press release on Thursday morning. I hope this is not the case. Oh, I know it would be really difficult for Luciano to stay there after everything that BJ, as Leilua's brother, has said yep. in the media. Um, it'd be really, it'd be difficult to stay there uh, emotionally and yep. have confidence in people in the brand. But he's, they've got to get through it somehow. The West Tigers are going to get through it, not release him, and try and work on that relationship with with Luciano. Well, he's got a contract, mate. He's yeah. got to he's got to uphold that contract. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Rightio, time for our weather forecast. There's the unnamed sports What's day at the moment. Unless weather we cop. hear otherwise. I'm not giving it a name. You can't. It's like when you get an animal, you can't give it a name and then change it. Mm. All right, this our weathercock has feelings. Uh, New Farm, Australian through and through, multiple rain records have been broken in New South Wales and Queensland as more wild weather is set to drench parts of central and eastern Australia this week. Uh, It comes as the Bureau announced a second La Nina weather event is happening. Uh, Weather Zone said some parts of New South Wales are having the wettest November in over 100 years as a result of La Nina-fueled rain battering the state. And again, sparing a thought for our listeners in Gunnedah who have been hit by the floods through 2MO. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. Thank you. Sports Day Weathercock. Uh, a couple of texts before we get to a break, Sats. Yeah, Adrian says outside of the violence uh, on the sporting field, the notorious underarm delivery incident, far and away the most embarrassing but the most shameful, the most disgraceful dog act ever. Trevor Chappell should have told brother Greg to shove the ball where the sun don't shine. It broke Trevor Chappell. And um, and also Glenn from Brunswick Heads uh, says Greg Chappell's underarm uh, with his brother Trevor, the most embarrassing moment in Australian sport. I think we all agree that it's uh, definitely one of the most embarrassing. Uh, and also, Sporty Gav says, uh, Hi, guys, in the 90s, Steve Renoff was the most dangerous attacking player in the game. Try scoring machine. Our centre went down in 1998, and the coach said, Go out to the right centre position and defend Steve Renoff. Yep, you did Half-time. well. 
four tries he'd scored. <laughs> hey, Dwayne Russell's going to explain everything happening with the AFL draft uh, soon. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the Kia Sportage. It's been unleashed. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.